Good morning. Welcome to Eastern Mennonite Seminary Chapel Worship. My apologies for wearing a mask. Um, we are still in COVID times. And sadly, I had a COVID exposure last week. So out of an abundance of caution, I am wearing a mask, even though I am still testing negative. I do not want to expose this community to COVID. So out of an abundance of caution, I will remain masked. So welcome to those of you who are here physically in Martin Chapel. Welcome to those of you who are joining us virtually. May grace and peace be with you, sisters and brothers, beloved of God, as we worship today. Our call to worship is printed on the slide. I will read the standard print and ask for you to join me on the bold. People of God, who do you come to worship? We come to worship the one true God. How will you worship? Not with words alone, but by living lives of justice and love. Come, you who belong to God. Come, you who are foolish in the eyes of the world. Come and abide in God's tent and in God's heart, now and forever. Let us sing together. We begin with Voices Together, number 38. This is a kind of a dance tune. I invite you to stand, and you don't have to dance, but feel free to do a little movement. And if you're out there in virtual land, you can move as much as you want.
I invite you to join me in praying this opening prayer. Loving God, we come this morning seeking to abide in your presence. Open our minds to your spirit of wisdom that we may know how to live as your people. Open our hearts to your spirit of truth that we may love all your people with a love that speaks of justice, kindness, and radical grace. May this time of worship be authentic and pleasing to you. Amen. In a moment, Penny will read the opening verses of Jesus's Sermon on the Mount from Matthew chapter 5. And then we will sing another song together. After that, we will no doubt be blessed as Marcy Frederick shares her reflections on this gospel text with us. Marcy is no stranger to this community. She is the director of libraries here at EMU and a current seminary student. She is also no stranger to preaching. She has been invited to preach at numerous congregations, including locally Ridgeway, Shalom, and Emmanuel Mennonite churches. I'm very much looking forward to her reflections today. But first, let's hear the words of Jesus and sing together. I'm reading from Matthew uh, chapter 5, verses 1 to 12. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak, and he taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you.
I had COVID last week, so I'll be remain masked this morning.
Let us pray. Gracious God, may your word, blessed and broken, feed your people. Amen. Did you ever get an earworm? A song that sticks in your head and it won't come out? And they always seem to be songs that I hate, or worse, commercials. Um, recently, I woke up several days in a row with the same song in my head. It's number nine in Voices Together. We sang it, I think, the week before last. Come away from rush and hurry to the stillness of God's peace. From our vain ambitions worry, come to Christ to find release. Come away from noise and clamor, life's demands and frenzied pace. Come to join the people gathered here to seek and find God's grace. Now it could be it was my subconsciousness calling me back to bed, or it could have been the voice of God saying before the day has even begun, slow down. Now we might ask, why do we need a song like this in our hymnals? calling us from vain ambition and from life's demands and frenzied pace. Well, it could be because our culture has its own shaping songs, and these are relentless. Our culture valorizes power and winning, and individual effort is how we get there. One popular hymn collection, you may have heard of it, it's called the Guinness Book of World Records. Let's do a little scripture memory view as well. This is from the Gospel according to Vince Lombardi. I hope a few of you are old enough to remember who that was. Winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. While the Romans were also enamored of power over things and people, their favorite word to describe their gods was blessed, powerful, unconstrained, able to do whatever they wanted. And into that world came Jesus, the true Caesar of a new empire, with new songs. And the first verse of this one is, blessed are the poor in spirit, because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Participants in Jesus' empire are not defined by their power, or their lack of constraints, but by their keen awareness of their limits. They recognize that happiness does not consist in getting what I want when I want it, that life is not all about me and my ability to make things happen. The Common English Bible has it, happy are people who are hopeless. Well, where's the blessing in that? Just this, the hopeless cannot rely, as our society teaches us to do, on themselves. God is their only source of hope. 
Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Our society teaches us that loss of any kind is intolerable, so we are encouraged to fortify ourselves against it. But those who insulate themselves from the pain of human connection are also inoculating themselves against love. Jesus says we are blessed if we lament the people we have lost and the things that are not flourishing. For if we love and thus are hurt, God will come alongside and comfort us. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Our society is built on extracting maximum economic value, pushing people, things, and the earth itself to their limits. The meek are on the receiving end of this extraction. They live where the mines are played out, the factories are closed, and the houses are boarded up. The meek are not interested in having power over things. So they will treasure the inheritance of the earth, caring for and restoring it. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be filled. Our society is built on dissatisfaction, the fear that we will never have enough and that more is better. The unjust are never satisfied. They can never rest. Now, some translations use the word righteousness rather than justice here. And righteousness carries the weight of God behind it. We're not talking about some abstract idea of equity or fairness, but God's justice. And what is that justice? Not giving us what we deserve, but what we need. But since we don't all have what we need, well, how can Jesus say that those who hunger and thirst for justice will be filled? The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said in his last sermon before he was assassinated, and I quote, I just want to do God's will, and he's allowed me to go up the mountain. I've looked over and I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know that we as a people will get to the promised land. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord." End quote. Well, it sounds to me like he was filled with the vision of justice and of God's faithfulness to bring it about, even though the work was unfinished. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Now, maybe you've done or you will do great things. Wouldn't you trade them in if you could undo all of your big mistakes and your sins? Mercy carries us where praise and honors cannot go. Our culture says that the way to make people strong and self-sufficient is to be hard on them. But even if you can be strong and self-sufficient, those things alone will leave you lonely. And when your strength breaks down, as it will, you will want someone to close your eyes with tenderness, with mercy.
Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Our culture actually approves of singleness of heart as long as it's, de as it's devoted to maximizing self-interest. Jesus calls those blessed whose hearts are undivided, those who are seeking first God's empire. They love as God loves. And because they look for God in everyone, they see God everywhere. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Now I've gone back to this gender-exclusive translation for a reason. The title that only Jesus bears, Son of God, is here given to those who make peace. In our society, those who try to stop violence without using more violence are often called unpatriotic, which means those who are not like the father, the patria. But Jesus says that those who make peace are the most like the father and that God so claims them. Blessed are those who are harassed because they do justice, because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Those who are hassled or hurt or killed because they offer inclusion, call for redistribution of resources for all, those who demand fairness for the earth too. The empire of heaven belongs to these. They're already living in it. Just in case we don't understand who these people are, Jesus goes on to say, blessed are you when people insult you and harass you and speak all kinds of bad and false things about you because of me. When Dr. King was assassinated, a lot of people said he got what was coming to him. Now Mennonites and social justice types take the Beatitudes seriously, as is only right, for the Beatitudes describe what God desires. But when we read the Beatitudes through the lens of our culture, they become these individual tasks that we must do, things that we must achieve, things that we feel guilty about not doing. We partake in what Melinda Berry calls a spirituality of striving. We step into a big pile of should and track it everywhere. The Beatitudes stop being blessings and become burdens. Instead of should, we are invited to discover Jesus' new music. Jesus invites us to rejoice and be glad. It's my dancing dress. By the way, this was meant to be, not to be uh, something you needed to do. This was meant to be ironic. Just, just a case. Thank you. I was, like, nobody laughed. They thought I was serious. Okay. Joy is a revolutionary force. Celebration breaks our own oppressions and compulsions. For we are not the saviors, we are the followers of the one who for the joy set before him endured the cross and despised its shame. So before you do anything, stop and wait 
for the Spirit's whistle, God's deep rhythm, Jesus's jig. The song says, Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. This also means, because Jesus is ours, our blessedness is assured. We are blessed. We become blessings. So I invite you to listen as we hear the Beatitudes play, uh, sung again by Sweet Honey and the Rock. And I pray that these will become your blessed earworm. Amen. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek The merciful, the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are they shall see God. Blessed are, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for righteousness. This is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye. Blessed are, blessed are ye when men shall revive you and persecute and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. They shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are they shall see God. Blessed are the Blessed are they who are persecuted for righteousness. This is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you. Blessed are you.
Thank you, Marcy. Let us pray. God of life, and of truth. Your Son invites us to see the world through your eyes. And we find ourselves disoriented. You bless the poor. You bless the meek. You bless the pure in heart. You turn our world and its values upside down. We have signed on to follow your son, but this is strange territory. It doesn't look anything like the life we have been taught to yearn for, to work for, to believe will bring us happiness. Yet you know the despair that besets so many of our young people who fear that their future has been mortgaged by our greed and carelessness. You hear the cries of those who have traded their souls for power and money and now have emptiness as a friend. You see those who are caught in lives that lead only to weariness and anxiety. Set us at Jesus' feet so we can learn to judge our lives differently. Awaken in us that hunger and thirst for you, which will lead us to your will and your peace. Open our eyes to see your unexpected blessings. Open our hearts to welcome you when you come to us in strange ways. Then make us into a community of blessedness. 
that beckons us into your joy. We ask these things in the name of Jesus, who blesses us with your living presence and fills our lives with your life-changing truth. Amen. We have one more song. As God's beloved children, we are indeed blessed in so many ways. So I want to remind you all, I want to draw your attention to the back of the bulletin and remind you of the community events coming up, um, the uh, chapel services coming up and other campus worship events coming up, um, especially the chapel service coming up next Tuesday, February 7th. 
Our chapel theme will be joy and gratitude. So I, invite, I am inviting all of you to be part of next week's service and share what brings you joy. So far, only one person has responded to my invitation, which means we might have a very short chapel service next week. <laughs> so <laughs> please come and talk to me today after the service or send me an email message. I will send another message out um, today that you can respond to. Um, Anything that brings you joy. It can be something really small or it can be something really large. Um, this is just an opportunity for us to bring our joys, to share them together, and give gratitude to the one who gives us, pours out blessings to us. Small blessings that add up to great joy. And now, please receive this blessing. May you go from here blessed by the God who breathes life into all creation. Blessed by Jesus who stands on the mount and changes our perspective. And blessed by the Spirit who moves among us and within us to shape us into blessings. Amen.